Hello 49ers fans, it is 49ers fangirl Tracy coming to you as always with SoCali Steph. Hi Steph. Hi Tracy, how's it going? It is good, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay today. Yeah, I think, you know what, it's sad you kind of get used to losing. I will say I had a very tough football weekend. As you know, I went to the University of Michigan and I'm a huge Michigan Wolverine fan and so we had... A very, very tough game Saturday, and I lost a bet to Chris Biederman, and you'll all be able to see the fruits of that on Twitter this week. So that's very, very unfortunate. Um, but uh, as as per usual, the 49ers lost yesterday. They are 1-10. However, um, I know there are no moral victories, but they actually played well. Uh they competed, which at this point I think is, for me personally, all I can ask for. And they almost tied it at the end. <laughs> it's not good they almost won. They almost tied it at the end. Uh, but it was an interesting game vis-a-vis -vis quarterback Colin Kaepernick because we see his play continue to improve. He, by himself, accounted for 409 yards of offense with 113 right. yards rushing, 296 receiving yards. And in his last four starts, he has a quarterback rating of 96. So, this brings, I think, a conundrum. Uh, chances are he won't be here next year, but it's certainly changing the story a little bit. So, Steph and I are having three fans on the podcast today, and our first one is Ryan Anderson. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hey, ladies. It's, it's an honor uh, to be here with you. I'm huge fans of you both, and... Uh, you know, excited to be talking about the Niners. Well, we are very excited to have you on. <laughs> Great. And it's, it's nice that at this point in the season, it's something for all of us to still be excited about. So that's, um, <laughs> that's a good thing in itself. So, Ryan, we have a question for you. Steph, would you like to do the honors? Sure. I think it's really changed the whole landscape. And I think any 49ers fans has, has really felt like what... A really hard a couple of years, but we know that changes have to be made on the 49ers. So my question was, is if you keep zero, Trent Balke, Chip Kelly, Colin Kaepernick, one, just one of them, or two of them, two out of three, who and why would you keep? So I'm going to shock you and say that I would, I would keep all three of them if I could, and, and, and I'll tell you quickly why. Um, you know, first of all, for Trent Baalke, let's have some perspective. The team that went to three straight NFC championships, it took six years to build that team. So if you look at about 20 core players, 15 came from the draft, five came through free agency, and it took six years. And, and, and so we're in about year three of misery. As we all know, and and I think looking at it, we've added about ten or eleven core players. I think you could argue, or, or or players that I think will be core players. So we're three out of six years, and we got about ten core players. We're halfway there through the misery. Bill Polian, you know, you look at what he says about the hit rate for a GM. He says you should get two to three starters out of each seven round draft. When you look when you look at those standards and those averages, Trent Baalke is above average. Not ready to give up on him. Uh, Chip Kelly. I still have questions about Chip Kelly. I don't know if he's the right answer or coach, but we've got to have consistency. This team desperately needs consistency. Last year with Tom Sula, we got worse as the season went on. 
I think you can make a case now we're getting better. The team is improving, especially when you consider what Chip Kelly has had to deal with, with injuries. And then lastly, with Kaepernick, this is a game of athletes. If you have to have the best athletes to be competitive, Kaepernick, you could say yesterday was the best athlete on the field. No quarterback has ever thrown for that many passing yards and run for that many rushing yards in one game before. He gives us a chance to win. And it's not going to be easy to find another quarterback. You're not going to get it through free agency because the good ones don't get let go. And and we're going to have a heck of a time finding one through the draft. So I I say it's a one-year probation. I say keep all three. I say we're halfway through the rebuilding process. Stay positive, stay focused, and stay faithful. We're going to get there. All right. I am surprised by your answer. Steph, what do you think? Yeah, I'm surprised, but I think that it was well articulated, and I think you had a lot of good points that I don't know if I've ever considered. I, <laughs> I'm i a little bit, you've, you've got me changing my mind and rethinking a few things there. Um, but we're doing worse than we were with Tom Sula. I mean, you do realize that it's we've only won one game, and I don't even know how we did that. To be honest, <laughs> so it's a mystery. <laughs> so it, yes, I mean our record is worse than it was with Tom Sula, but I, I look at the trend line because you know, I've been a Niners fan since 1980. I'm here for the long haul, so I'm focused on the long term, and I, I think that this team is trending in the right direction. It was not with Tom Sula, so so that's why I'm saying between that and the fact that you've got to have consistency, you cannot keep turning over the coaching staff. So. So, so Chip Kelly kind of gets a pass, if you will, but I think he, gets, he should get one more year. That's fair. That is very fair. Ryan, thank you. I think you gave us a lot to think about. Um, so really very interesting. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely, Thanks. Ryan. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So Ryan gave us a lot to think about. Next up, we have Titus Briseno. Titus, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. I'm very excited. Absolutely. Well, Steph has a question for you, Titus. Go ahead, Steph. I think as a fan, it's been really hard um, seeing this rebuilding process. And even though that Trent Baalke said it was more of a reload situation, and now we're seeing it as a rebuild process, my question is, do you or would you want to see Balky, Chip Kelly, Colin Kaepernick return one or zero or two out of three? What, who and why would you pick to return for the 49ers? Um, I've been thinking about this a lot today, especially um, for this call, just uh, for some writing material. I think we're starting to see Chip Kelly and Colin Kaepernick find a little bit of a groove together. And you're starting to see what Kaepernick could be capable of in a Chip Kelly system as he gets more time and gains more familiarity with Chip Kelly and what he wants in the offense. Um, We've seen a lot of improvement in the last three weeks especially. So I'd love to see Chip Kelly and Colin Kaepernick come back next year. I don't think that there is another head coach that's going to do anything spectacular the same way that Jim Harbaugh came and turned the program around in a year. Um, I don't think there's another option like that out there. And I also don't think we're going to get a quarterback to come in and turn things around, whether that be via free agency or in the draft. So I think you give those two a chance to figure it out together, give Kaepernick a full, healthy 
off season with Chip Kelly and um, some time in that practice system. And um, I think we need a new GM, someone who can draft some elite young talent and guys that aren't going to spend the entire year on the IR list. Um, <laughs> and someone who understands what the coach needs as well. Uh, and I think that would be really great for us to see next season. And that's an interesting point. When someone understands what the coach needs, um, do you mean in terms of personnel or in terms of what a coach needs the space and the freedom a coach would need to succeed? I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, personnel, definitely. Um, letting them you know, pick the right guys to be coordinators and other um, assistants on the coaching staff is also players spending time with the coach and asking, you know, what player best fits the system we're trying to run, um, the vision we're trying to achieve. I don't know if the Niners have much vision right now. So getting a GM that would sit and, and work with whatever head coach we have and trying to establish that together would be awesome. But also giving, I guess, giving them space and letting them, letting them be the head coach. Um, I can't really speak much. I don't know what happened with Jim Harbaugh and Trim, but there, obviously there was a lot of that talk of drama between the two and I think the GM has a has a front office job and the coach has an on the field job and I think you try to keep those separated as best as possible um, while still trying to figure out what the best solution is for the organization all right that's fair that's totally fair (laughs) all right fantastic thank you Titus thanks for for having me appreciate it absolutely we will talk to you again soon Awesome. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. And our final fan that we are having on today is Fernando Jaramillo. Did I say that correctly? You did. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. We're, off, woo, we're off to a good start. Yay. <laughs> um, and actually, Steph, I'm going to have you ask the question that you've been asking to our other guests. And uh, Fernando, Steph has a question for you. Okay, so we have been through a lot these past few years as 49ers fans, and you know that as a 49er fan. So we. So. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So, as fans, I'm asking, and I'm curious to know what other fans think. We have. You know, if you would like to see return on the 49ers, we have Trent Balke, Chip Kelly, Colin Kaepernick. Who would you pick to return? Zero, one, two, two out of three, and why? Well, I know for sure I wouldn't care to see Trent Balke back. Chip, well, he inherited a bad team. I probably wouldn't mind seeing him back for at least one year. Colin, well... If it goes like it did last game, bring them back. But we don't know what we're getting. Um, I'd love to bring up 2012 and 13 as examples of what to expect of him. But maybe just throw out 14 and 15 and 16. Yeah, I don't like what I've seen. <laughs> but um, from Colin I'd love Kaepernick? to bring back one. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. That's a tough question. Um, I'd probably go with just bring back Chip. Wow. Okay. So what if there's no quarterbacks in the drafts? And what what do you see in free agency for quarterbacks? Well, uh, free agent quarterbacks. Um, <laughs> Nick Foles, I think, was a perfect uh, quarterback in Chip Kelly's system in Philadelphia. But 
kind of like the Ka- Kaepernick thing too. We don't know. <laughs> he was good in Philadelphia, but didn't wasn't so good somewhere else. Um, I bite would want to bring him in at least, give it a shot. But through the draft, well, there's, I don't know if there's any quarterbacks that would really fix us. Well, and it's interesting that you say that because I think um, if you're looking at athletes, I actually don't know if Nick Foles is a free agent this year, but if you're looking at athletes, um, I think Colin Kaepernick is a better athlete and probably a better fit in chip system, and he's steadily improved week after week, which I think is a good sign. But that's you know certainly an interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah well, I have to agree you're there. Right about that. He has improved in his last game. Oh man, he looked good. It reminded me of back in the day. I mean, we still got the loss, but I wouldn't put the blame on him. He um, he certainly didn't win us the game, but he didn't lose it either. Um, he had a really really good game. Um, and is he going to get better with chip system? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Interesting. I know this. I'll still be at the game. <laughs> You'll still be there week after week. Well, thank you, Fernando. Sorry, go ahead. I said I'll still be there tailgating at Empire Row and having a great time with all my friends. Faithful. And hopefully one day be able to get in the front row. <laughs> faithful no matter what. That's the beauty of the faithful. Yeah. Well, Fernando, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Oh, all my pleasure. All right, we will talk to you soon. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right, Niner fans, so now the question is posed to me and to Steph um, as to which of the three, if any, we would pick and why. Steph, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Either way, Trace. I mean, you could go first. All right. I'm going to go first, all. <laughs> um, all right, so I have to say that when we started this podcast, my response was unequivocally Chip Kelly and Colin Kaepernick's day, Trent Baalke goes. I think that Ryan brought up a very interesting point um, that certainly gave me something to think about. I'm sticking with my original thought. Um, that I would say you keep Chip Kelly and Colin Kaepernick and Trent Baalke goes. Um, but but Ryan definitely gave me something to think about. But the reason I say that about Trent is I think at this point for everybody, it just would be good for some for fresh blood, for lack of a better term, to come in, whether it's promoting Tom Gamble, maybe whether it's bringing in somebody else, to come in and look at this team and this organization with kind of new, fresh eyes um, as to what the needs are. I think, I do think, and we've talked about this in weeks past, about Trent Baalke's strategy. And, you know, David Fuccillo said this last week, the strategy works if you draft well. And unfortunately, he just hasn't been drafting well. Um, and I know what Ryan was saying about two to three starters, but I don't, I mean, I, I, I guess you could say he's done that, but have they been effective? Have they been productive? I don't know. I think it would be good for the team. And I think a lot of people would make the same argument about Kaepernick, that it would be good to have a fresh start there. But 
I think Chip Kelly for sure you give another year to because I don't know who else you bring in. And I think he did inherit a bad roster. And I think you've got to give him another year. I mean, you can't be firing coaches every year. Um, as it is, no one wants to work for this organization, but no one's really going to want to work for this organization if they feel like they have one year and if that, if that doesn't work out, you're out. Um, so I would say you keep Chip. But I think as, as far as Kaepernick goes, and listen, most likely he's gone no matter what. But, you know, as, as Steph touched upon before, and we've talked about who else is there in the quarterback world. He has steadily improved week after week. I mean, yesterday he was really fantastic. Um, but he's steadily improved week after week. He's gotten more and more comfortable in the system. And the more comfortable he gets, the better he plays. Are they still losing? Yes. But does he have much personnel around him? No. So I just don't know who who out there is better. I mean, Tony Romo's 37 years old and constantly battling injuries. I don't think there's a quarterback in this draft that truly makes you sit, sit up and say, oh my God, that's your starter. I'm not saying they don't draft a quarterback because they have to draft a quarterback. But in terms of who's starting, I'm not sure at the moment, if Colin continues to play the way he's played, who's going to play better. So my two are... Colin Kaepernick and Chip Kelly, the CKs, keep them together one more year and see how it goes. Uh, and I think I think it's time for a fresh start at GM. Steph. You know, I've said many times that, like, I really felt that they just had to clean house, like, completely. And it started from every executive in the front office down to looking at every single player. Um, when it comes to, I'll start with Colin Kaepernick because I just don't see another quarterback. I mean, Yes, maybe they can get Tony, you know, Romo, or um, they can get, uh, you know, it's just not good in the whole free agency. It's not something that you win championships with. And I'm really hesitant when I look at the draft and what they would do. I mean, everyone talked about Jared Goff for, I mean, months and months and months, and he just played his first game. It takes a while in this league to develop as a quarterback, and it takes a while to develop in a system, and it's hard to be just plugged in anywhere. I think Colin Kaepernick is really coming into his own, and I think that he, for the first time, is playing healthy. I think he's always dealt with some sort of injury, and he's pushed through those injuries, but he's never been that that Colin Kaepernick of 2013 where we saw him just, you know, blow up the field. So if he can get there, I think that that would be an amazing thing with, um, with a, you know, a supporting cast. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of devastated that they let go of Michael Crabtree. I think they had a good niche. I know he said things off the field later, but, I think that he he showed his ability to be able to throw long and to throw those slants, you know, those short slants up the middle. So I do think that Colin Kaepernick can do it if he's healthy, and I'm talking about mentally and physically. Chip Kelly, I think that he was dealt a bad hand, but I think that he also is, you know, dealing with, you know, what he has to do. I mean, there's only so many permutations that you can set up as a coach to be successful with the players you have, and he doesn't have much to choose from. Uh, Trent Balky, I mean, I'm, I'm the first to criticize him, but I have always thought that he won't make that move just because the Yorks love him so much. So 
Would I hire a different GM? I think if I were Jed York, I would have probably had his, him competing for the job two, three years ago. I think at this juncture, they've completely put all their trust, all their cards, all their eggs, whatever you want to say, <laughs> into the Trent bulky basket. Um, I think Ryan brought up a good point, though. I mean, he has been you know, average or above average when it comes to the picks, two or three. Uh, I hadn't really thought about it that way. Um, but at the same time, like, there's so many needs and there's so many misses. And in areas, I'll, I'll give Trent Bulky this. He does well with defense. I think he is probably one of the stronger GMs on defense. But when it comes to, like, picks for wide receiver where you have to make those picks, I mean, San Diego Chargers have hit on it at all times. I mean, third, fourth round picks, they get those picks. And those are the picks you need to hit. So um, I would like to see him. I think he's lopsided on the defense and not so strong on the offense. So I'd like to see him do that but as far as him coming back I don't know I mean I think he will I don't necessarily want him to but I think he will well and I think the thing is with the defense he's he is good on defense except the defense is terrible and maybe not terrible well no they're terrible they're terrible they're terrible they're terrible and they've had a number of injuries but they were terrible before some of those injuries. So I do think this is a young defense and some of those guys are going to sort of come into their own. But, you know, I look at the secondary and a lot of those guys should have come into their own already. I agree. Um, You know, and so it's like at this point, you know, I don't want to name names. I don't know why. But at this point, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at this point, I feel like every year I'm – waiting for Jimmy Ward to have his breakout season. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think Jimmy Ward is bad by any means, but I I think he has his moments. But every year, I'm waiting for the breakout season. Right. Um, and that's what – you know how you asked me last week about the tweet I sent? I felt like he's just doing his bare minimum job. I don't think he's doing anything spectacular. I think mm-hmm. he should break up the pass. And yes. we're like – Totally agree with you, and I hate to say it because I, I don't have a problem with Trent Balky the person, Balky the person, and I think he is doing the best job that he think you know that he can. It just might be time for a change. I think you know I think that that's kind of what it is, and you know the firing of Jim Harbaugh. I mean, it's like it was a became a downward spiral of things, right. and 
that is, I think, a place where I hope everybody learns something. But I think at this point, Jed York might have to, you know, make the decision that he's learned something and maybe he chose wrong or maybe he didn't handle that well. But it's time for changes because this team has another season like this next year. And I mean, there's no one's going to go to football games. No one's basically going. Yeah. I mean, no one's basically (laughs) going now. Um, So, you know, something's, something's got to give. And I think, you know, I think as far as cap is concerned, you know, there are those who say you're dreaming if you think there's any chance he comes back. And that may be true. I just don't know that there's anybody better. I think, right. and it's kind of like where we were last year in terms of quarterbacking, where I felt like if they had addressed the other needs, either quarterback was fine. Though, as it turns out, I don't think Blaine Gabbert really was. But um, I just, you know, I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. It's fine. I mean, I just wonder what Colin Kaepernick, if he was healthy at the beginning of the season when everybody was playing at 100% before Bowman was lost and before, you know, everybody had concussions and <laughs> yeah, know, exactly out of the game. Like, I just wonder how that would be. And I do think, you know, based on the past York comments, I do think he's a believer in Colin Kaepernick. I don't know. Um, how follow, how you follow Instagram or whatever, but there was a DeBartolo that was actually kneeling at the national anthem in her presidential suite, and I thought that was interesting. I thought that was an interesting thing because it shows that you know she's backing him not only as a player standpoint but as a social standpoint, oh. and it was interesting to me. So, Which DeBartolo did that? Was it? De- I think it was just. Jessica, I'll I'll have to find out, but it was so interesting to me, and I saw it on her Instagram, and uh, she was very public with it, and I thought it was interesting, so she even wasn't standing herself, so I thought, well, I think the the Yorks are big believers of Colin Kaepernick. I think that that's really the juxtaposition where probably they felt that you know, it was a coaching deficit from Jim Harbaugh that he wasn't able to get that Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. And I think that that was a choice they made. And it's even a choice that Balky made. I mean, he dealt away Alex Smith. So mm-hmm. who's to blame here? That's a very, that's a very good point. What will be interesting, of course, is the, I would say the only way Colin Kaepernick stays is if Trent Balky doesn't. And so will the Yorks... Even if they believe in him, will they make that choice? You know, make, then that's, that will be the interesting thing to see. I thought that too for a while, but I mean, contracts are contracts and business is business. And Trent is very much a businessman. So if he feels that Colin is his best shot, they're, you know, they'll just extend him. You know, it's just the way it is. They'll pick up that contract for another year. I'm, so. You know, I don't think that they would do it. I don't think he would. I don't think he would flinch if he felt he needed to keep Colin Kaepernick. I think he would. I think he would. I don't know if Colin would. Yeah. That's that's the that's the part that I think um, might be the difference because Colin can walk away from this contract too, and I don't know if Colin stays. But but again, you bring up a very good point at the end of the day, and that is that. Um, it's business. 
and business is business. And from Colin Kaepernick's perspective, even if he continues to play well this year, if the team goes one and fifteen or two and fourteen, this still may be his best option to play. Right. Um, and there is, you know, there's off the field stuff that a lot of people don't want to deal with. Um, right. So maybe at the end of the day, it's a business for everybody, and everybody just shakes hands. It'll be actually, it'll be kind of interesting to see from there have they learned their lesson. Yeah, it's an interesting juxtaposition because there's so many things that the 49ers have done from a media standpoint where they talked, you know, went to the media with certain, like, rumors and this and that, and then they kind of tried to play that on Colin, and I think Colin exposed it for what it was, and I think he kind of came out of this saying, hey, okay, I'll play. I'll play for the contract next year. And I'm kind of proud of him on a, just like a, that's like a good thing to do. You know, it's a good, um, it's clearly that he believes in himself. So even if the 49ers don't, he, he does. So I think that says a lot given this roster. And I think that they might be eating, you know, some crow, you know, at a point, mm-hmm. you know. And you know what? That's on them. They've made bad decisions before, and maybe they're going to have to take that back and uh, figure that out. They just might, and this maybe this is the place where we see everybody mature. Right. Maybe. So. <laughs> or we're going to just flail. <laughs> or we'll just flail. But there's, a, there's a, a place here for maturity, so fingers cross that that's um that that's the direction they go in um all right this has been a fun one this has it's been, been an interesting one it's gotten me thinking in all kinds of different possibilities <laughs> yeah and me too um and i think next week i think we're gonna have a couple more fans on and even if it's not next week we will do this again this season for sure it was really yeah, that's fun yeah it was fun um all right steph so next up is the bears so we shall see um this is just the kind of game that you know they'll win right on their way to going <laughs> two and 14. Um, so, you know, it would also be interesting just, and we can talk more about this as we see how the rest of the season unfolds, but if they go three and 13, is it considered better than Tom Sula? Because that team really only went three and 13. They got real lucky on two right. games. One of them being against the bears. So right. um, we shall see how it goes on Sunday. Um, All right, with that, my faithful friends, I say go Niners. Go Niners, but not too good. (laughs) Go traffic. (laughs) Go Browns. Yes. Go Browns. Um, All right, we'll talk. They're so bad. Oh, my God, they're so bad. Gosh, just think of it this way, guys. At least we're not Browns fans because they're always bad. It's just (laughs) sad. It's a sad state of affairs. All right, so we will talk to you next week. Bye, all. Bye.